Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. It's tax season and for many of us that means it's a time full of confusion and also many, many more questions to go along with that. And so I thought to help make this time of the year feel a little bit better, a little less stressful, I can get a little bit of help here on the podcast. So I'm excited to be joined by Andy Phillips, a director with the Tax Institute at H&R Block. So Andy, how's it going? I'm doing well, Chris. First, thank you for having me. And how are you doing today? I'm doing good. It's good to have you back on again. It's been about a year since the last time we spoke. Tax season came back again. <laughs> it didn't decide to skip it a year. It has a nasty habit of doing that, you know, and <laughs> this is usually when people want to talk to me. The rest of the year, not so much. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, this is this is going to be your peak of popularity uh, right this now. It's my so time I'm, to shine. <laughs> hey, I want to open up with this thing I've been hearing a lot online about how the IRS is just really overwhelmed right now. How is that going to impact all of us this tax season with them just being inundated with, I guess, stuff this year, stuff hanging over from last year, all, all this stuff together? Sure. It does go back a couple of years. So a little context setting, you know, going back to March 2020, when the COVID pandemic really first hit, like a lot of other organizations, the IRS, the commissioner of the IRS made a decision for the safety and health of his employees to shut down temporarily a lot of their processing centers that are processing tax returns, all of that paper that comes in, paper tax returns, correspondence, letters and things like that. It took them several months to be able to kind of take some of that work and turn it into work from home friendly format. And then some of that still has to be worked in their physical offices. So what that means, you know, obviously as the pandemics continued, they've had to go with less staffing. They've had to, uh, you know, do things like social distancing and they've been asked to do a lot more. In addition to just running tax season, the IRS has administered three rounds of economic impact or commonly called stimulus payments. And then we'll get to this in a minute, but they also had the opportunity to advance a portion of the child tax credit over the second half of 2021. That's right. So all of that adds up to the IRS just just really does have a backlog right now or inventory of prior year work. Largely, it's consisted of paper. So anyone submitting paper to the IRS can expect uh, kind of a lengthy wait as they work through that. But that's where we are today is that the IRS is dealing with inventory, not just from the current year, but going back at, you know, at least one year and in some cases more. I wanted to wrap up with this last question for you here about the child tax credit, because I know it's all some big changes uh, in 2021, specifically like in the back half of 2021. Could you first explain to people what the child tax credit is if they're not familiar with it? And then also, how will this impact uh, tax season this year as people are getting ready and filing their tax returns? Sure. So to your first question, you know, the child tax credit has been around for several years. And some of the high points are that is that's a credit that you claim on your federal tax return, you know, for children that meet certain eligibility requirements. Generally, they need to meet certain relationship tests. They're a child, stepchild, foster child, or a sibling, you know, is another common relationship that you care for, that you're providing over half of their financial support. So you think about someone, if you think about kind of some of those dependency rules or someone that you're really caring for financially, then that's another test. And then generally someone who lives with you over the half of the year has a social security number. And in most years, it was that they were under 17. So in prior years, that credit was $2,000, which is a great credit. And that's per eligible child. One thing that held people back from getting the full benefit was that it was not fully refundable. So what that means is that people that didn't owe any money to the IRS, particularly people that maybe don't make a tremendous amount of income, 
Instead of getting the full $2,000, they were only able to get up to $1,400 as a refundable credit. So it limited the benefit for some taxpayers. Mm, And so then your second question was, what's changed this year? So first, the credit is fully refundable. That means even if you don't owe any taxes, even if you haven't made any income, but you have an eligible child, you get the full tax credit as long as they meet the other eligibility requirements. The second piece is in prior years, it's, you know, it was that the child was under 17 during the year. Well, a special one-time rule for 2021 is they can be up to 17 years old. So like a high school senior, you know, that you're taking care of, you know, so you may get one more year of claiming this really valuable credit for that child. The next one is that the credit has been expanded substantially. It's been 2000 for a few years now. For 2021 only, it's much bigger. So for kids that are age six to 17, you can get $3,000 credit. And for eligible children under six, it's $3,600 per eligible child. And so that's a really big one as well. Yeah. You know, that will be hopefully a nice surprise for folks. (laughs) The last piece I'll touch on, which was new this year, is that this new expanded credit came as a result of the American Rescue Plan Act that was passed back in March of 2021. And the last part of that was that up to one half of the credit was advanced in monthly payments starting in July of last year. So you may have started to notice beginning in July that you were getting a monthly payment of somewhere between $250 to $300 per eligible child. Um, and you may have first been like, what the heck is this? You look at your bank account and happy to have the money, but what is it? You would have seen on your bank statement, it said something like child tax credit, you know, so you probably would have been able to figure it out. But what you have to do when filing your tax return this year is make sure that you account for that, the advance payments you got when claiming the child tax credit. Because how it's going to work, let's say you've got one child that's eligible for a $3,000 credit and you got $1,500 advanced. So you're going to figure the credit on your tax return. You do have to account for the amount you got advanced, but then you get the remainder, which in that case would be $1,500 with your tax refund. You would have gotten a letter 6419 either in December or January, telling you how much advance you got. Really important to make sure you have that on hand because if you don't get that reconciliation piece right where you put in the proper advance payment amount, you are going to fall into special processing with the IRS. And if you undershoot or understate the advance payment, you are going to potentially, or are you, it's, it's not potentially, you're going to get less refund than you claimed. So it's an important year to get it right. Uh, okay, that's something to keep in mind there. Like if you, if you're not holding on to that paperwork that shows up and you end up guessing what you think <laughs> you got advanced, that could really kind of mess things up for you, either affecting your refund or cause a slowdown in the whole process, it sounds like. Yes, sir. Well, Eddie, thank you so much for answering these questions, especially the one on the child tax credit. I was kind of curious about that. I've heard a lot. I don't have any kids, so I haven't personally got to experience this, but I've heard a lot about it. And so it's interesting to hear how that's flowing through the whole process, at least for 2021. But People don't know. They should know at this point. Uh, H&R Block, they've been bringing a lot of popcorn to the podcast uh, all month long. And so, Andy, if people want some help filing their taxes because they got a lot of stuff going on, I, I think just our short conversation here proved how complicated and how complex filing your taxes can be sometimes. Uh, what are some options out there for them if they need some help taking care of all this stuff? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I talked about one provision in the American Rescue Plan. There are several more. EITC or the earned income credit got expanded. The dependent care credit for those families that are paying for child care so they can work or look for work, that got expanded in a really big way. Make sure you're taking advantage of these and getting all the tax credits and deductions to which you're entitled. H&R Block's here to help. 
and it doesn't matter how you want to file. We've got a top of the line online do-it-yourself product where you can go end-to-end on your own filled with self-help content. Maybe you want to raise your hand along the way and just ask a question of one of our tax experts. You can do that. Or maybe you just feel like I'm a little bit over my head and I just want to kind of hand this off to someone. Well, we have a feature called Tax Pro Review where you can actually wrap up your return and one of our tax professionals will fully look it over, make sure you got it all right and file it for you. So we've got that option in our do-it-yourself space to give you whatever level of help you need. And then you may say, no, I, I, you know, I want to hand it off to an expert from the start. We can cover you there as well. We've got offices open all over the country. We're able to help generally within five miles of the vast majority of Americans. Maybe you say, nope, I want to work with someone from the comfort of my own home. Maybe I'm just not venturing out yet due to COVID concerns, or it's just more convenient. You can work with one of our tax professionals end to end without ever leaving your couch or taking off your pajamas. So we've got you covered with options and more information is available to uh, kind of figure out what's best for you. Hey, thanks, Andy. I make sure that all goes in the, the links where you're watching the video, listening to the podcast. So the links will be available for you there. Thank you. If you want to get some help this tax season and uh, not stress yourself out <laughs> with all these these numbers and acronyms and everything we've talked about so far. But Andy, it's always great having you on the podcast. Uh, it's I appreciate all the information, making us all feel a little bit better this tax season. And uh, definitely got to have you back on again. Absolutely, Chris. Thank you so much for having me. And hopefully I get invited back next year. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm sure they're going to ask for my tax filing again next year. So I'll uh, <laughs> I'll be reaching out. <laughs> it's funny how that works. As always, I appreciate you all joining me here for another episode. And, you know, my conversation with Andy was actually much longer. He, there was a lot of great information that just couldn't fit into this bag of popcorn. So I've decided to put out some bonus content for you all this week. First, you'll have a bonus episode coming to your podcast feed later this week. If you're not already subscribed, make sure you do that. So that way you get that episode right when it comes out. We'll be talking about how some things you may be doing when you file your taxes, especially if you're filing manually, could cause your tax refund to be delayed this year. Next, I'm planning on posting our full conversation to the Popcorn Finance YouTube channel. If you're not already subscribed, just go look in the show notes. You'll see a link right there or just type in Popcorn Finance in YouTube and you'll find me there. I know I don't do this a lot, but this is something I want to do more of is posting the video interviews to YouTube just in case you want to watch along that way, because I know a lot of you are big YouTube fans and it's a great place for me to put the full interviews because sometimes these interviews are, are much longer than what you hear on the podcast. And there's some great insights that don't necessarily make it into the final podcast. So specifically with this conversation with Andy, there's a lot of great things that I'll be sharing in that YouTube video. As we mentioned in our conversation, if you want some help navigating this crazy complex tax system that we have go check out h&r block uh, they've been providing tons of popcorn for you all this year here on popcorn finance by you checking out what the sponsors have to offer here on the podcast you help support what i do indirectly so if you need some help this tax season go to popcornfinance.com slash hr block or just look in the show notes i have a link in there right now i highly recommend getting some help when it comes to prepping your taxes especially as it get more and more complicated there's so much that you can forget and leave out so it's always great to have another set of eyes helping you along the way i appreciate you all joining me here for yet another bag of popcorn hope you have an amazing rest of your week and i'll talk to you soon your boy keep it popping like mary poppins